What is up, everybody? And welcome back to another goddamn NFL podcast, baby. And we're here ready for the 2022-23 season. Uh, we're finally here. This is the opening day is when I'm recording this. I hope you guys liked my little uh, musical rendition right before uh, this episode started. But, fucking man, let's just get right into it. Uh, first game of the season, kicking off with a barn burner for sure. We got the L.A. Rams versus the Buffalo Bills. Uh, looking at this game, most of the players are going to be good. Van Jefferson's going to be out for L.A., um, but I'm not sure that's actually going to mean that much. Uh, they still have a ton of weapons on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Allen Robinson, I think, is going to be a gigantic addition for them. Uh, he's going to be changing a lot of games, I feel like, for the Rams. Uh, and it, it's you know He's one of those guys you saw him play with a bunch of legendary teams. Now he's got Matthew Stafford throwing him the ball. I think it's going to make a big difference. At the same time, the Bills, to me, the Bills, the, the real problem has been on defense. Uh, obviously, they can score a lot of points and they can do all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to the defensive side of the ball, it feels like when they've been having the majority of their shortcomings. Now, they did add uh, Von Miller this year from the Rams. Uh, I'm sure he's going to come in with a little bit of intel for them for this game. Uh, but I think... For this first game of the season, starting tonight, I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. I think they're going to end up pulling up what a lot of people probably consider to be an upset. Uh, but knowing that it's the first game of the season, and I think a lot of teams kind of understand it's not necessarily about week one, but about where you are at the end of the year. And I definitely think Sean McVay is one of those guys. Uh, I think it's going to be a good test for both teams, obviously, two top-tier teams here. But I think the Bills are going to end up winning this one tonight. Uh, on to the Sunday games and going forward so today what I'm going to do for this episode I'm going to do Thursday all the Sunday games uh, the Monday game and then I'll do next Thursday's game too the main reason for that is uh, the Sundays a lot of times you don't find out who's going to be playing or not playing until Sunday so I prefer to release my episodes on Sundays but obviously I had to get this Thursday game uh, anyway first Sunday game that I'm going to be talking about I'm a originally from Washington DC so I am a Washington football team that's what I call them uh, Washington football team fan they're playing the Jacksonville Jaguars um, now this is a difficult game to call the Jaguars coming off a terrible season they only won three games but everybody says you know Trevor Lawrence is the truth he's the future he's the guy there I don't know if I necess- necessarily believe all that I'm not buying into him after his first season. He's got to show us a lot this second year, I think, in order for people to be, for him to be the guy that he was trying to say he is. Um, Washington's going to be missing a lot of players, potentially. Uh, right now, this on the question was Cameron Curl, Coulter, and Cam Sims, Logan Thomas. Uh, Logan Thomas and Cameron Curl, kind of the two bigger names on that list to me. Um, and then Chase Young is going to be out because uh, he was on the physically honorable form list so he's out the first four games of the year uh brian robinson that running back who also got into an altercation he's not going to play in this game um and it's the first game with carson wentz as the quarterback all all these things taking all these things into account the fact that jaguars did pick up some new pieces and got some new players i didn't watch any preseason so i don't know anything about it but i'm actually going to pick jacksonville to win this game uh i just feel like they have more momentum behind them uh, and overall, I think that while these are two terrible organizations, I kind of feel like uh, this year they might have things a little better than Washington does. Next up, we got the Saints and the Falcons. Uh, we got Jameis Winston. Hopefully, he's going to stay healthy this year. We'll be able to see what the Saints can do with him. And then uh, on Atlanta, I guess Marcus Mariota is going to be starting uh, with Desmond Ritter. Uh, 
Um, but Atlanta is in a tough spot because to me, after the trade Matt Ryan, they kind of they don't have any quarterback room. Really. Uh, or I guess I should say all the quarterbacks are question marks. We don't know how well they play with this team. Um, their new draft pick, Drake London, also is just questionable. And you know they got that uh, Kyle Hill. I think this is his name last year <laughs> the tight end oh Kyle Pitts uh they got Kyle Pitts last year and he, he had a thousand yard season but he was scored a touchdown so all these things taken into account I really don't have any faith in Atlanta winning this game so I'm the Saints next up we got the 49ers versus the Bears uh the Bears don't seem to have done anything in the offseason to kind of improve themselves from last year um and San Francisco Trey Lance to me is kind of a question mark still. I don't really know if he's going to be that guy to take over. Uh, when I say do a better job than Jimmy G, I don't really feel like Jimmy G did a whole lot. I kind of been in that Mina Kimes camp where it was more so the defense is what we're doing. Um, but just based off Chicago's ineptitude last year, I'm going to have to go with San Francisco. Uh, next up, we got the Steelers and the Bengals. Now, this is going to be a tough game for people to pick. Uh, they are playing in Cincinnati, and I know that Cincinnati just went to the Super Bowl, but I kind of think that might have been an apparition, and that, that's like one of those things where they caught fire for the one season, they made it to the Super Bowl, and that was good for them. Uh, but I don't have any faith in the Cincinnati offensive line uh, in, in many different ways, not even just the, the idea of they're probably going to give up a lot of sacks, but also you know the fact that it's their job to keep Joe Burrow healthy and they're going to be able to do that. On top of that, the Steelers, you know, it seems like all they do is make the playoffs and win games uh, that doesn't seem like they should be winning. Uh, I think that Mitchell Trubisky is going to end up being a, bit, a better quarterback than Ben Roethlisberger has been these last few seasons. And the biggest thing with Pittsburgh to me is that defense. Uh, I think that everybody's going to be putting a lot of pressure on this Cincinnati Bengals offensive line and the quarterback. Uh, so I'm actually going to pick Pittsburgh in this one, even though everybody think Cincinnati's going to win. Uh, I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. They have great pieces on offense, but man, you got to keep that quarterback healthy and safe, and it doesn't really seem like that's something that they're up to doing, so I'm going with Pittsburgh this week. Next up, we got the Eagles and the Lions. Uh, to me, this whole offseason, as far as the Eagles are concerned, everybody's been asking, is Jalen Hurts really the guy? Uh, is he the, he the guy that uh, he's, he's the starter, the quarterback one, the guy that is going to lead this Eagles team to the next step? And I'll say this, I do believe that the Eagles are going to win the NFC East this year. Um, I just think that overall they have the best team in that division. Uh, and I certainly think that they have a team that's good enough to beat the Detroit Lions. So I'm going to pick both up. Next up, we got the Patriots and the Dolphins. And the AFC East is one of those divisions that I feel like changed a lot from last year to this year. Uh, specifically, and obviously, through a lot of the trades that Miami's been making. Um, Looking at the people listed as questionable, they got three running backs as questionable. Jalen Waddell also listed as questionable. Uh, but it seems like a lot of the story in the preseason, as far as the new locations are concerned, was uh, around how the offense and everything was being run. It did not seem like a lot of people thought that they were doing a very good job, a good job of getting things to run smoothly. Uh, and I, I guess really it seems like more than anything, more than that Matt Jones could end up having kind of a sophomore slump this year. Uh, to me, he overperformed last year. He wasn't a guy that I don't think a lot of people were really that much hype leading into the draft. Uh, and even after being drafted, it didn't seem like a lot of people picked the Patriots to do much. 
but uh, they did end up, you know, making the playoffs and all that stuff last year. So I do believe in Bill Belichick and the system and all that kind of stuff. Um, but with the reports and on top of that with kind of Miami's new offense and it just being week one, I'm going to pick Miami to win this game. I think the Dolphins are going to come out. Uh, they're going to end up showing a lot of what they have with these new pieces. But of course, as the season goes on, they will be able to figure out what they're doing and things like that. Uh, but I do think that's his first game Miami's going to go up. Next up, we got the Ravens versus the Jets. Uh, this is... An interesting game to me, and I say this because Zach Wilson is going to be out. We all know this. Uh, Joe Flacco is going to be starting for New York, but everybody has been saying that Joe Flacco is performing really well. I didn't, again, didn't watch any preseason, don't know anything about any of that stuff. Uh, but I'll also say this. Preseason, to me, doesn't really matter that much. Uh, to me, even when, like, I, these teams, they're just not trying as hard. And that's the biggest thing Knowing that's the case, I don't expect the New York Jets to come out with Joe Flacco and be world beaters and be great or anything like that. Um, I will say I'm not necessarily a gigantic believer in Lamar Jackson, and maybe it's not necessarily Lamar Jackson's fault. Maybe it's the Ravens' fault for not really getting good pieces around him. And I say this because I don't hear anything about Ravens' running game. Uh, with, you know, Hollywood Brown left. Uh, I don't really know who the Ravens have left in the receiving core. But I will say that I think that they are a better overall team than the Jets. And I think so I'm picking Baltimore for this one, but I don't think Baltimore is going to be Next up, we got one of the more talked about games, the Browns versus the Panthers. Uh, and it, even looking at this game, I think the obvious thing to say is, well, you know, they're not going to have to Sean Watson, so it's not going to be a very good chance for them. But even beyond that, this is just questionable for the Cleveland Browns. They have Chase Winovich, who I've never heard of technically the defensive end. Jadavion Clowney is going to be out there. Uh, they have a cornerback listed as being questionable also. Um, so to me, it's not just about the offensive side of the ball, obviously, but the defense too. With Cleveland missing, potentially missing, a couple of key players. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Carolina. I think Baker Mayfield's going to do it. Uh, there was that whole thing. Uh, he said he didn't say it or whatever, but then came out. He said he was looking to fuck up the Browns. Uh, well, they're not going to have Deshaun Watson throwing the ball. Uh, I think it's Case Keenum <laughs> is the backup there. And while Case Keenum is actually a, you know, okay quarterback, uh, I'm trying to think of what a serviceable. That's the word I'm looking for. Uh, he may be a serviceable quarterback. I don't know if he's going to necessarily be enough. Um, and I think the Panthers are actually going to put up there. Next up, we got the Colts and the Texans in the AFC South uh, <laughs> barn burner matchup. The AFC South is weird because they're terrible teams, uh, I feel like, compared to the rest of the league. Uh, but, of course, once these division rivalries get into it, uh, the, the games seem to be more challenging. I'll say this too, though. I, I Last year, I was saying a lot, you know, through a lot of the time, I thought Carson Wentz was going to do well with the Colts, uh, at least good enough. And I say that because I think the Colts have a good organization. And I think that they have a lot of really good players in really good places, even beyond Jonathan Taylor. I don't think it's just about him. I think that they have a lot of really good players. So I think that them training for Matt Ryan is actually a good move for them. Uh, and I say that in the terms of short-term. Obviously, Matt Ryan's not going to be there for a long time. He's not going to be a long-term quarterback there. But I think he's still got enough left in the tank uh, to perform well. And I think that the Colts will beat the Texans. Um, and I think that they'll end up being kind of a force in the AFC South this season. Titans battling out for that top spot. Speaking of which, next game up, we got the Titans versus the Giants. Uh, the 
Giants. I just don't know what's up with them. And I say that mostly because, you know, being an NFC East fan, most of the time, I, the teams that I can kind of count on as being, well, I guess the other three teams that can count on being the problem, the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles. In the past, it's been, man, it's going to be tough teams for anybody to beat. But the Giants, I feel, uh, have not been that team for a while now. It's been a few years, really, I guess. The last couple of years, Eli uh, was the last time that they were, like, maybe considered kind of a threat. Um, but those days are long gone. The Titans, we're going to see how Derek Henry comes back in his real first game back. I know he played uh, in that playoff game, and I think, the last game of the season last year. Um, but that's not really a good marker for how far has his recovery come back. Uh, so we'll get a better idea of that come Sunday. Um, there's not really any major pieces missing on either side. I don't feel like there's still in the Shepherds for the Giants, but you know, Daniel Jones has a really that great to throw the ball, so I don't know if that's going to be a jackpot for them. Uh, I think Tennessee's going to win this game. They're playing in Tennessee. And to me, the, the really big thing is the Titans. It's not just that they're the offense, Derrick Henry and all that stuff. It's actually the defensive side of the ball uh, that I feel like is what kept them the number one seed in the AFC East last year. So I'm going to pick the Titans here. Next up, we got the Packers and the Vikings. And now, this to me is a game to watch. Uh, I think we all know the Packers have been leading the NFC North uh, for a long time. Uh, we all know about Aaron Rodgers, all this stuff. Um, I've listened to him on that Joe Rogan podcast, and I'll be honest, right off the bat, uh, it seems to me like he's more concerned with trying to get people on the side with like all this stuff or trying to make himself out to be a victim of the NFL and what they're doing and all these things than he seems to be concerned with playing games. Um, I said in my offseason special that I thought this could be the year that Minnesota ends up overtaking Green Bay and they end up winning that NFC North. And I think this is going to be the start of that. I'm taking Minnesota to win this game. Um, you know, there's also that report coming out and Aaron Rodgers not happy with the receiving court right now. He's having to have these meetings telling them to catch the ball better, I guess. <laughs> uh, things like that tend not to do well, though. I think it says a lot that Devontae Adams left this team. Uh, and it says a lot that Aaron Rodgers having these meetings putting all the blame on the receiving core. Um, I don't think the Packers are going to be this year what they have been in years past. So I'm picking Minnesota to win this game. A lot of people consider that upset, but I think Minnesota's going to end up winning this division this year. So uh, Sunday's going to be their start of that. Next up, we got the Chiefs and the Cardinals. Uh, this is actually a low key. Super matchup, especially for week one. Um, yeah, there's lots of questions around Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals and all this stuff. Uh, but, you know, the beginning of the year is when they were good last year, so I would expect them to be good this year. I think it's going to be one of those games could end up being a shootout, or it's going to be Kansas City getting ahead and Arizona trying to chase them the whole time. Uh, it'll be interesting to see Kansas City without Tyreek Hill. Uh, I will say that. I think that was actually a gigantic loss for them this year. There are so many times I feel that I've seen Kansas City in like a third long or more, and they just double the screen pass to him. He's just fast enough to dart up in the field to get the first down. A lot of times, great gigantic play more than that. Uh, but I think that that's going to come back. They're going to notice Tyreek Hill not being around this year. Uh, it's going to be kind of like a But I do think that they will end up winning this game. Uh, I think that they will be able to go ahead and be able to beat the Arizona Cardinals. 
but I think it might be closer than a lot of people. I think it will be. I think Arizona's going to be able to hang in this game, so I'm uh, going to have to have more of Chiefs, which is a better team. All right, and then we got the Raiders versus the Chargers. Uh, the AFC West is obviously stacked. Leading into this game, the Vegas doesn't have anybody listed. There's a couple people listed as questionable for uh, LA, but not anybody serious. I don't feel like. Uh, and this is, well, regardless of where they're playing, this game's going to play in California. Uh, oh, we know the Raiders are playing East Either way, they're not far from each other. Um, I said it at the beginning of or my offseason special. I think the Raiders are going to be the team that can be the this year. I think Derek Carr has never had a Devontae Adams like receiver to throw the ball to. Um, everybody gives Hunter Renfro. Well, fans give Hunter Renfro a lot of crap, but the players themselves give Hunter Renfro a lot of respect. And I'll listen to the players over the fans a hundred times out of a hundred. So uh, I just think that the Raiders are going to be a really great team this year. Uh, their defense has always been good, in my opinion. A lot of times that's what's helped them win games more often than not. Um, the Chargers. After last year, I have to kind of put them in that category of being a team that, you know, people have been, it's Justin Herbert, he's a great quarterback, don't get me wrong, but there's something about this Chargers team, man, it's like, you get these great quarterbacks and come along and win some really big games and they have some really big moments, but there's just never good enough to really meet people's expectations or preseason expectations, and I kind of expect the same from the Chargers this year, I don't think that... They might make the playoffs, but it's going to be extremely hard, especially in the division area. But I, I don't think that they're good enough to beat the Raiders. I think Vegas is going to be And Sunday night, we've got, I think this is a rematch to the opening game last year, Buccaneers versus Cowboys. I think that's what opened the year last year. It was an amazing game from what I remember. It was like 50 to 45 or some crazy shit like that. So we're running it back Sunday night. Uh, now I'll say this. Coming out of the preseason, it seems like most of the talks surrounding the Dallas Cowboys has to do with the offensive line, how it's not as good as it has been in the past. Uh, everything I've seen coming out of Cowboys camp, a lot of the reports have been around that offensive line, how people get into that game, back to the line easier. Uh, that is not a good sign for Dallas if that ends up being what happens in the regular season. And again, I say this because preseason teams, guys aren't really trying, it doesn't really as much, it doesn't matter as much. It can be a good way to gauge chemistry, but that's about it. Um, but that being the case, knowing that I think Tampa Bay has again returned a lot of the same people that they have uh, from the previous seasons. We're going to pick Tampa Bay to win this one. Uh, and I don't think it's going to be as close as it was last year. I think Tampa Bay has a better defense overall as well. Uh, I think the Cashers are going to be able to get at that and get Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield. So I'm picking Tampa Bay, and I'm picking it in a not-as-close game as last year. I don't think the Cowboys are going to be as good this year as they were last year. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for that one. And then finally, uh, for week one, I, I give the Thursday game for week two as well. Uh, but for week one, the final game, Broncos and Seahawks. <laughs> what, a, what a classic matchup we could have here. And I say that just because, as we all know, Russell Wilson leaving Seattle to go to Denver. Um, and Seattle, I guess, is going to be having Geno Smith walking out there, starting for them. So, uh, I, you know, I think it's pretty obvious Seattle is in a little bit of that rebuild mode. Um, I don't think it's hard to tell that. I think we can all see it Wednesday. Uh, 
that reason I'm going with Denver. Um, it just because in rebuilds, even, even if Denver is lacking in certain areas and they're not on the same page right away, first game and season, all that kind of stuff, uh, I, they're just a better team overall. Um, again, my team's are in this rebuild years is kind of like an admission for like, hey, don't expect us to win or to be very good or competitive necessarily, that kind of stuff, and that's where I feel like the Seahawks really are right now. And that's to say, I'm, I'm sure that there's games that they will win this year. Uh, of course, I'm making these predictions based off who knows what's, what's really going to happen most of the time. I feel like I catch my stride later on in the season. Uh, once teams start playing, and you're able to see like what teams are doing, that kind of stuff. And that's why I think Seattle will end up starting to like win a couple. Uh, but don't expect them to win very uh, It's definitely going to be single digits. Uh, we'd actually be surprised if they won seven. So, for the Thursday game, week two, uh, it's another, man, in the past I feel like these Thursday games have been really bad, but next Thursday we got Chargers and Chiefs, this week is Bills and Rams, next Thursday Chargers and Chiefs, they want us to stay home Thursday nights this year, I guess. Uh, that's going to be an extremely tough game to call right now, because neither team has played one game yet this season. Um, the Chiefs are going to be looking, I think, a lot different without Tyreek Hill again. He's just such a major. He was such a major part of that team last year. Uh, well, the whole time. Uh, it, it's tough for me to see them, you know, beating out wins against teams that are going to be tough. And uh, the Chargers are going to be a tough game for them this year. It's going to be a tough out for them. Um, it'll be really interesting to see what LA does against the Raiders this first week here. Uh, that'll give me, honestly, it will give me a better idea to pick the game for next week. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and do it now anyway. I'm going to pick the Chiefs to win. Uh, I think they're playing in Arrowhead. It's obviously an extremely difficult place to win at. Uh, but I also just think that they have a more gel at this point. Uh, and again, too, with Justin Herbert, I just kind of feel like he's been disappointing uh, these last couple seasons. Compared to what people have been saying about leading into the season and the expectations and all that kind of stuff, I feel like he's falling short pretty much every single time. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and pick the, the safe pick uh, for that Thursday game of week two. I'm going to go with the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. And that's going to be it for now. Uh, next week, I'll be back with a recap uh, of my picks and, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, last year, I went, I picked like 65% of the games correctly, so over 50% was pretty good. Um, and I also had a pretty good run in the playoffs as well. Uh, but that's going to be it for today. As always, if you like what you heard, share and subscribe, and I'll catch y'all motherfuckers in week two.